It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all of Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully on today's episode, which is being dropped on the 8th day of June, 2021. We are going to be talking about one of the hottest teams in baseball and a team that has been to the postseason the last bunch of years and still can't seem to get any respect. But we're going to turn that around and we are going to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers with Jake Mastriani of Locked On Brewers. This show is available on the free and easy to use Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And when you're staying at home, or you're in your car and you're talking to your smart device, be sure to tell it, play podcast Locked On MLB or check out some of the other great shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen. And hey, why not Locked On Brewers with Jake Mastriani? You can follow us on Twitter and at Instagram at Locked On MLB Pods. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. So yes, a team that was flopping around like a fish on the dock, staggering around like Bernie Brewer had just fallen into a big keg, suddenly has dusted themselves off and has shot their way to, well, they began today tied for first, full disclosure. We're recording this before the San Diego-Chicago game, and if San Diego wins that, then the Brewers will be in first place by themselves, and the worst-case scenario is they'll be half a game out. These are the Milwaukee Brewers who are taking advantage of a very, very strange National League Central. So why not bring in the voice of Lockdown Brewers to talk about this? It's Jake Mastriani. How you doing, man? Hey, Sully. Doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. I know we've tried a couple of times in the past, so glad to finally join the show. Yeah, but we played a little bit of, uh, I guess, Twitter tag is what we're playing. And yeah, when you're putting this on... You know, sometimes you're trying to align because I want to get as many of the locked on podcast hosts on as possible. And you're like, hey, you're available for this, you're available for that. And for whatever reason, we could not align it. We couldn't make that perfect Venn diagram. But man, you found time suddenly when the <laughs> brewers start getting good. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So you got to play it right. Oh man, you know, so I think it was Jeff Carr of Lockdown Reds. The like I had him on because the Reds got off to a decent start, and the minute he did the show, they went on like an absolute tailspin. Uh, so I, think I got so, I got to back out then. We're, this conversation's over. So we let's can't. bring on Stacy Gatsoulis of Lockdown Yankees and see if we can continue the Yankee spiral. <laughs> no, no, no. The Yankees don't need my help to do that. But forget about talking about big market teams. Let's talk about this Brewers team who. I mean, just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to baseballreference.com, the single greatest website in the history of the planet Earth. And on the 21st day of May, the Milwaukee Brewers were two games under 500. 
and we're on the verge of being passed by the Reds in the standings. And we're already four games out of first place in the uh, in the Central and had already fallen six and a half games out of the wild card. And the Brewers look like they may have been inching towards also ran Ville. And as we were getting to the one-third mark, you might have to start to think, geez, should they be sellers? After that day, they have gone on to win 12 of their next 15 games and doing so with timely hitting, with great pitching, and getting contributions from up and down. Tell me a little bit about this great streak that they're on. Yeah, well, you mentioned the streak right there. You know, they were 12 and three in their last 15 games, and that all started with Willie Adamas and the trade that they made from the Rays. Now, I'm not saying he's the single reason for that, but he definitely has made a huge difference on this team. The Brewers tried Luis Arias there at shortstop, tried everything they could really to give him the job, and he really he just wasn't getting it done defensively, mostly. Uh, I mean, nobody in this lineup's really hit all that well this year, uh, and it's including Arias, but it was the defense. I mean, he had like 10 errors. I mean, in the first two months, it was, it was just really bad, mostly just throwing. So they went out and made the trade for Adamas. He has shored up the shortstop position, really solidified the defense up the middle with Colton Wong. Of course, now Colton Wong's on the IL. Um, but Adamas has been huge. He's had some big moments at the plate, too. He's really just been a good leader for this team. Uh, so he, he has you know a lot to do with that. Now, on the other side of that, the schedule has also lightened up a good bit. I mean, that streak started with the Reds. They did have the Padres in there who they split a four-game series with. Then they play the Nationals, who look like you know they could be a pretty bad team this year. Then they got the Tigers and then the Diamondbacks. So the, the schedule has definitely lightened up some. But, I mean, the big story for the Brewers is the starting rotation. I mean, three of the best starters in all of baseball right now. Well, first of all, I wanted to suggest one thing. Yeah, the, the schedule is lightened up, but you still have to win those games. Yeah, absolutely. And you, we've seen teams like you know the Tigers upset the Yankees a few weeks ago. I mean, we've seen these are major league teams. And when the Brewers were coming up to them, I'm sure some of those teams were thinking, oh, here we go. The Brewers are sub 500. I'm sure they weren't playing like the 1975 Reds necessarily. I had Ulysses Sambrano on from Locked on Rays. And we talked about the Willie Adamas trade from the Rays point of view, which uh, this is an example. A trade isn't always about gotcha. We won. You got fleeced. Sometimes a trade, and I know we're not supposed to say this out loud, can help both teams. Hmm. And as it turns out, bringing up Taylor Walls at that point was what the Rays needed to do. He was playing, they had, they have an excess of shortstops in their minor league system, giving Taylor Walls a shot. And they need they needed how many presses? Uh, Fire Eisen, who has been a revelation in their bullpen. And so from their point of view, they got the bullpen help that they needed. But from Milwaukee's point of view, as you said, Adamus is an excellent defensive shortstop. And maybe, just maybe, you know, you say that the that Adamus isn't the reason it happened, but maybe having more confidence in your infield defense behind you is the sort of thing that can give the a little boost to the pitching staff that you know that if it's a ground ball to short, it's not going to get booted or anything like that. And, you know, suddenly up the middle for the 
Brewers has been solid. As like you said, their pitching staff, you know, it was before that it was fine. Since then, it's been off the charts terrific. Yeah, I mean, and I think Stearns in the front office understands this, right, that this team is now built around pitching and defense. That's what's going to be the calling card of this team. It's why they went out and signed Colton Wong. It's why they went out and signed Jackie Bradley Jr., to sure up that defense, which why, which why it was kind of a surprise to see them give Arias the start at shortstop over Orlando Arcia, who was becoming a pretty solid defender in himself. They trade Arcia mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to the Braves again, trying everything they could to give Arias that that job at shortstop. Realize he's not the guy defensively. Go out and get Adamas, and yeah, I mean you're right on. It helps this team be the best version of what this team can be, and that's great starting pitching, good back of the bullpen and great defense i do a thing if you follow me on twitter at sully baseball i do a thing i've been doing this for years called who owns baseball and that is i pick the best pitcher the the pitcher and the hitter in the american league and national league with the best performance of the day on a winning team they get a full point and the best national league and american league hitter and pitcher from a losing team gets half a point and I tally them up and that's my who owns baseball. It's a little subjective, but you know what? I do it and it doesn't cost anyone anything. And I can't tell you how many times when I'm tabulating which National League pitcher had the best night, how many times it's Freddie Peralta, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff. I mean, that's the thing that I kept, that was the thing that made me really notice. I'm like, Huh, it always seems to be a brewer pitcher. I mean, the other <laughs> night, Woodruff had a, I think it was either Woodruff or Peralta had a great night, but DeGrom was outstanding. So I gave it to DeGrom, but I was like, hmm, Woodruff was really good though. And if it wasn't for the fact that Jacob DeGrom is having one of the best seasons in a generation, we might be talking about Brandon Woodruff as a Cy Young contender. Yeah, absolutely. And he's somebody that I think's been overlooked on a you know national level for a while now. So I'm glad to see him starting to get that recognition. I think he got like a player of the week award not mm-hmm. too long ago uh, for two great starts he had in a week. So he's he's really been, I mean, I think his career ERA is like 3-3-0, which is really solid. And he's but just, this year. Yeah, I mean, this year, I mean, he's on 1-4 something right now. If right I, now, his ERA is a 1.42. He has struck out 92 batters in 76 innings. He's walked 17. And the thing that I'm really impressed by is that an average start for him, an average start is six and a third innings. And, you know, in this day and age, that's about as big a workhorse as you're going to find. And the fact that, you know, the, the Brewers bullpen is also good especially haters having a spectacular season so far, but to know that every five days you're going to hand the ball to Woodruff and you know, you're going to get a good solid start. And that's not to take Burns has been terrific. He has 94 strikeouts and 59 in a third innings. He is a sub two ERA. Peralta has 92 strikeouts and 64 innings. His ERA is uh, 2.25. Darn good. Adrian Hauser's having a nice start to his season. You know, I mean, you look up and down their rotation. They're not going to go on prolonged slumps provided their offense doesn't go south for the winter because, you know, look at, I I don't know if none of them are going to win the Cy Young Award because Jacob deGrom is alive. But the fact of the matter is you're hard pressed to find a deeper rotation. I'm even looking at LA, which everyone thought was ironclad. 
than Milwaukee has right now. Yeah, I saw um, Jim Bowden say today that the Brewers have the best starting rotation in all of baseball. And while I don't always agree with, with Jim Bowden, that one I certainly do because of those three that you just mentioned. I mean, every time out, like you said, you know you're going to get five, six innings of two runs or less. I mean, we've become so spoiled with Woodruff now that over the weekend he gave up two runs, only went five innings, struck out nine, and that was considered an off night for him. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's, that's the point where we're at with this rotation. Burns is just filthy. He broke his career high in strikeouts the other night with 13. I mean, like you said, as long as the offense just scores, you know, three three runs really even, they're going to win on most nights with those guys on the mound. Well, and having someone like Woodruff, I mean, when you're saying that outing where he's struck out nine in five innings, I mean, it's like the Brewers fans are looking for instant gratification with their starting pitching. And who doesn't want instant gratification? <laughs> and if you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursement for debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your instant karma cash will be added to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million at Instant Karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll be automatically entered to win $1 million. That's one third of the Tampa Bay Rays payroll. Credit Karma money. Progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning Instant Karma. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers when it comes down to car repair. But rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody. It doesn't require a membership or an account login. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Hey, Jake Mastriani, what's that website again? RockAuto.com. We are here with Locked On Brewers host, Jake Mastriani, as we're talking about the 2021 World Series champion Milwaukee Brewers. Did oh, I just jinx them? Okay. Did uh, I just jinx probably. them? Yeah. Okay. 
the season uh, the season's over now yeah. yeah well now will they repeat are they going to repeat in 2022 now we that talked a question. lot about the pitching staff and the pitching staff right now looks solid they probably could use one more reliever along the way but the fact of the matter is when your starting rotation is as solid as they are you're not going to wear down the bullpen and i think come playoff time if the brewers make it that far then having a non-worn down bullpen may help it helps matters that the cardinals have done a nosedive and the cubs are drooling to fall out of first place so they can start trading away everything that isn't nailed down but let's get to the lineup for a second because let's face it there's been some weird weird elements to this lineup what's been the biggest surprise and the biggest disappointment for this season so far uh, the biggest surprise has definitely been Omar Narvaez. I mean, I think he has the the, the possibility of making the all, NL All-Star team as the catcher position. I mean, he has been really great offensively this year, hitting 317, 400 on base, 916 OPS, six home runs. He had an injury mixed in there, so he missed some time, so he's a little bit high on the counting numbers, but uh, when he's been in the lineup for the Brewers this year, he's he's been their best hitter for the most part, and that, that includes, includes Christian Yelich, which also has missed a lot of time this year and just can't seem to, to stay healthy. Uh, he's been the biggest surprise. Um, I'd say the biggest disappointment is Lorenzo Cain, but I hate to really say that just because, I mean, he missed all of last year, and he's 35 now. So, I mean, to expect him to come back and be the Lorenzo Cain that he's been in the past uh, is just not fair. But I think having him in there and, and being the guy he can be, you know, kind of makes this lineup go. Um, I don't think, I don't think Colton Wong's a, a positive surprise either. I'm not really surprised by what he's done, but it's definitely been nice to see what he's done at the top of the order. Um, but obviously he's, he's now on his second IL stint. This Brewers lineup, it's not, I'm not making excuses here, but they have been decimated by injuries throughout this year. Now, most of them, knock on wood, have been minor. So, you know, players have been able to come back. But it's just – it's been really hard to get in a rhythm with this this lineup. It seems like somebody's going on the aisle every week. So, you know, they're not – I mean, we've had times this year where Tyrone Taylor's batting third, Travis Shaw's batting fourth, Daniel Vogelbach's batting second. I mean, it, it's just been that type of inconsistency in this lineup. Uh, so it's really been hard to, to get on a roll. Yeah, and I mean, I, I will just say that uh, you have the two former Red Sox from the 2018 World Series team in um, Shaw and Jackie Bradley Jr., and they are both hitting like pitchers right now. <laughs> uh, but that being said, look, at as uh, someone who's followed the Red Sox for a long time, JBJ is going to give you so much defense in center field that almost any offense you get from him is going to be a bonus now granted right now his OPS is barely above 500 which is kind of sort of inexcusable even for a glove first guy like Jackie Bradley Jr. he's not going to be 154 hitter the whole year he's going to turn things around he may not hit like he did in the ALCS against Houston when he suddenly became an offensive hero but I watched him enough years to know that he goes in spurts and there'll be a stretch where suddenly Bradley Jr. is going to be getting big hit after big hit. I also think the fact that Yelich seems to be, you know, provided he stays healthy, I guess that's a big uh, caveat there, but provided he stays healthy, that you're going to see Yelich produce. And 
you know, this may just be that type of team that will scratch, like, just the other day when they scored two runs against Arizona, that was enough. Yeah, because Corbin Burns didn't give up anything. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's something to be – that's something to look at with this team that maybe – you know, maybe you're almost focusing more on having the defense behind the pitchers really, really solid. You know, because there is no look at. I don't believe St. Louis is going to be this bad the whole year. I mean, they've just been on a face plant for the last couple of weeks, and it's been kind of startling to see because I thought they were an actual pennant contender. Uh, it would not stun me to see the Cubs start to sell on their first losing streak because they seem to be so desperate to do that. But a defense pitching first team out of Milwaukee might be enough to win 90 games the way this division is set up. And if they can continue to, you know, win the big games, not by blowing them out, but by making sure the other team doesn't score. Yeah. And it's what I've talked about, you know, on my podcast as well. And it's why there's so much optimism for this team. If they can just get into the postseason because they're built for postseason baseball, in my opinion, with the pitching that they have. They have starters that can go deep in the game. They have a shutdown closer at the end of the game. Um, so, you know, I think, I mean, you get them in a postseason series and you have to face those three starting pitchers. Uh, I think they'd be tough on anybody, but let's, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This offense has been terrible. I mean, I mean, I mentioned the injuries, which definitely have contributed to it, but uh, this offense has just been hard to watch at times because it, it's not an offense that scratches and calls for for runs. It's an offense that sits back and waits on the home run, which is, you know, kind of counterintuitive to what we're talking about with the pitching and defense. Normally those type of teams realize that, Hey, let's, let's try to manufacture a run here, get some runs on the board and let our pitching go to work, but it's not that type of offense. And Craig council has refused to adjust to that. And that's been my biggest complaint on this team all year uh, is that you don't need to score a ton of runs to win, but yet they're, they're not changing their game plan to try to manufacture runs. And I know that's not the cool thing to do in baseball these days, but this is the, the hand you've been dealt, you know, adjust to it. And they're still just sitting back and waiting on the home runs. And they just don't have that kind of pop throughout their lineup right now, especially with Yelich, you know, not being in there. But Yelich is the key. I mean, he's got to be healthy. He's got to be in the middle of the order, and he's got to be producing. And if he does that, I really don't have too many worries about this offense, especially if Juan can come back and be healthy at the top like he has been. You know, Avisel Garcia has been pretty good uh, in there at times. Um, you know, like I said, Willie Adamas has been solid coming over. Uh, Keston Hira, uh, he was supposed to be, you know, the big – big thumper in the middle of the order and he has been just atrocious this year they've even sent him back down to triple a and now brought him back up and he still looks terrible so you know i don't really know what to expect from him the rest of the year but uh, yeah i mean the, the offense hasn't been great but because of the pitching they haven't needed to be well look at i i've been looking a lot at this team especially when we was getting ready to bring you aboard and you know i can't help but wonder if this is a team that should get uh, a hitter come trade deadline. You know, especially when you look at the fact that first base, they've been getting nothing out of first base. And it might be easier to pick up a first baseman because you can get an infielder who is normally a quarter infielder to, you know, move over. I mean, I don't know if the 
the Pirates are looking to trade Adam Frazier or, or you know, if the Rockies are looking to trade C.J. Cron, I just think that they need, there needs to be a, whoa, there's a doggy. Hello, doggy. Sorry, our, do- our, 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 our doggy Eleanor just almost made her first cameo on Locked On MLB. Uh, but that's on Locked On Dogs, which is a different show. But, uh, you know, I think that the this strikes me, you know, Adamus was the right trade, not a super flashy trade, but the right trade to fill in the, the defensive hole. I do think they need a, if not a thumper, then at least a someone who is going to get a hit more often than not in the middle of their lineup just to keep keep the lineup moving. I mean, yeah, it would be great to get an all-round 30 home run with a OPS of 900, but I mean, someone like Kron, someone like, I was just thinking about people who are going to be on the trade market, but someone like Frazier who might just be getting that extra hit with Yelich on suddenly you may be able to produce an extra run or two, you know, or I, I don't see them making a trade for Joey Gallo. And also because I don't think the outfield is necessarily where the hole is going to be needed to be filled. I think they need to acquire, they acquired a slick fielding infielder. Now they need to acquire a decent hitting infielder. Yeah, absolutely. And this was the, this was the major weakness going into this past off season was the corner infield spots, but the market was very bare at those positions. You know, they went made a hard run after Justin Turner, but he was always going to go back to the Dodgers. He was just using the Brewers as leverage basically uh, but other than him, I mean, there wasn't much out there at the corner markets in terms of free agents. So I do believe, you know, they'll look to make moves to improve that there, uh, to pr- improve those corner infield spots. I was on with Millard uh, Thomas of Locked On Diamondbacks the other day, previewing that series. Uh, and we talked about, you know, the fact that they could be trade partner- partners later this year. They got Christian Walker over there, Eduardo Escobar. Um, you know, that take care of both corner infield spots right there. Uh, I haven't really looked into it, the options that would be available. But yeah, I definitely think the Brewers should and will look to improve those the corner infield positions at the trade deadline uh, and, and make sure that they are moves that boost the offense. Like you talked about, the Adamas trade was more for the defensive side of things. Uh, they definitely need to make at least a move or two to try to improve the offense. Well, if they can improve the offense as well as they just improve their defense and their starting pitching doesn't falter, then I think the Brewers are going to be a surefire bet. And if you want to make a bet, go to Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, info for your sporting needs, including baseball, the NBA playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is your online sportsbook expert. Promo code locked on. Jake Mastriani from Lockdown Brewers. I'd love to see them go well. And I'll tell you a reason uh, uh, there is a, uh, a bit of house cleaning why I want them to win a World Series. Because like when the Nationals won the World Series a couple of years ago, they didn't mean to bring up that wild card game. 
it made it so when you talked about like fan bases waiting for a World Series title, you could say, okay, the Nationals, the Expos Nationals franchise never won a World Series, but the Washington Senators won a World Series. So does that count as part of their fandom? It's very confusing. Yeah. The city of Milwaukee has a World Series championship. The 57 Braves won the World Championship. But you can't align the 57 title with the Brewers. And so then you say, when was the last Milwaukee championship? Well, the Brewers never won that, da, 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 da. Make it easy. So now in Washington, when was the last time Washington won the World Series? 2019. When was the last time Milwaukee won a World Series? Boom. I want a, a date that I don't have to have a long sentence after that. And I, yeah. you know, for a, for a relatively small market, there's a window of opportunity to win that isn't always incredibly wide. Now, the Kansas City Royals are the textbook example of how to perfectly play that window of opportunity. Their window of opportunity was only a few years, and they wound up having back-to-back pennants and winning a World Series for their title, and those fans will be satisfied for a generation. I do think that if the Brewers win the World Series this year, it would be an underrated amount of angst for a fan base to be relieved. It won't quite be Cubs, Red Sox, or White Sox, but uh, there's a lot of uh, angst amongst Milwaukee fans who've seen a lot of great players come and go without a title. Yeah, and not to make Milwaukee fans even angrier, but Bucks aren't looking good in the playoffs right now against the Nets either. But yeah, definitely, definitely think this, this is a window here. Um, especially with these three starters that we talked about and Peralta, Woodruff, and Burns. They're all young. Um, you got the best ha- uh, best reliever in all of baseball and Hater. You got an MVP in Christian Yelich. I mean, that's a pretty solid core right there. You got a, an experienced, you know, defensive wizard in Colton Wong. Uh, you know, like we talked about, they just have to add some complimentary pieces there in the lineup to help the offense. And it would not surprise me at all if this team – went on and made a run in the postseason. Like I talked about earlier, with this pitching, which plays up in the postseason even, uh, I think they have a chance to, you know, shut down other lineups and, you know, just continue to win the way they have during the regular season by, you know, scoring just a couple of runs and allowing the pitching to go to work. And it's – there's, of course, that what if, because the Brewers did have a lead in game seven of the NLCS in 2018, and – I, I think that Brewers team was a worse matchup for the Red Sox than the Dodgers were. I think that Brewers team would have given the Red Sox fits in the World Series that year. And I think the Red Sox dodged a gigantic bullet when Puig and company started homering in that game seven. I just, I can't help but wonder how Brewers history would have been different if a few things bounced differently in that game. But Again, I'm not here to rub salt in anybody's wounds. <laughs> yeah, you're bringing up a wild card game. Now you're bringing up game seven. I mean, and to complete the disaster of the wild card game, then they go off and trade Trent Grisham, and he goes to be on to be a really good player for the Padres. Meanwhile, they get back Luis Arias, who they just demoted from starting shortstop because he's been terrible, and uh, Eric Lauer, a guy that's back down in AAA right now. So. Yeah, so just, you brought that up and I did. Yeah, I, I did that. That's my fault. Sorry, Brewers listeners. Out All there. right. So who's who's up next uh, for Milwaukee? So they are going uh, back out on the road uh, and they will be facing Cincinnati. So they got the Reds coming up. So like I said, they got the Reds and then the Pirates. So, you know, again, we brought this up on Locked On Brewers. 
this month of June, they have a real opportunity to make some hay and really kind of pad themselves in the record wise and perhaps take over the lead of the division and even kind of pull away from some of the other teams. I mean, they got the Reds, the Pirates, the Reds, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, and then the Cubs to end the month. I mean, I don't know that it gets too much easier than that right there. So great opportunity for the Brewers. What I'll say, though, is this. Don't nap on the Reds because the Cardinals just napped on the Reds. Yeah. And the Reds, even though that game on Sunday was bananas, the 8-7 to game, it was still a win for Cincinnati. And the Reds are on the verge. So they're only a game. They're tied in the loss column with uh, St. Louis. Yeah. And so, yeah, and the Reds got to a really great start. They were a playoff team last year, albeit with Bauer. Look at, I'm not saying that this is Johnny Bench and Pete Rose all over again, but I don't sleep on them. You you listed a bunch of tomato cans there. The Pirates are tomato cans. The Diamondbacks are p- tomato cans. You got to be able to build up some wins against some of those teams, but don't nap on the Reds. Don't nap on them because they're exactly the type of team, if you're not taking them seriously, uh, Jesse Winkler will hit another three home runs. And next <laughs> thing you know, you've, you're sitting there going, God, how did we lose a series to Cincinnati? Yeah. Well, hey, Jake Mastriani, this was a lot of fun having you on. Tell people where they can follow your show and uh, listen in to the Brewers march to a third straight trip to the postseason. Yeah, so you're going to obviously follow the podcast on Lockdown Brewers. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers. And you can follow me on Twitter at Shortstop Ball. All right, and you can follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods. I'm on Twitter at Sully Baseball. And Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram talking about the Brewers as they're marching their way to the top of the National League Central in spite of themselves. We have Jake Mastriani of Locked On Brewers. This has been Locked On MLB. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.